Hey everyone, my name is Annalisa and this is Shine the Light, a podcast where we dive into some Catholic Church documents and talk about how they do apply to our day-to-day lives. Today we're going to take a look at a document written by Pope Benedict XVI entitled Deus Caritas Est. Here he discusses at length the topic of love and its various types. So in our world today, we spend a lot of time throwing the word love around. Um, you know, throughout one one set of 24 hours, just one day, you probably say I love the XYZ a hundred times. Um, I know that's true for myself. You know, I say I love my mom. I love my classes. I love cheesecake. And you say similar things probably. Um, you know, maybe you love pizza or you love your pet or your house or your your spouse. Um, but even in this list of things, there's one thing that's clear. The word love does not seem to have the exact same definition um, in all these circumstances, right? I mean, when I say I love my mom and I love cheesecake, it's clear that I don't have the same type of love towards my mom that I have towards cheesecake. It's not the same type of love. And in a similar way, you don't love your favorite things, your favorite objects in the same way that you love your parents or in the same way that you love your spouse or the way that you love God. Um, and and this is, this is one of the things that Benedict addresses in his writings, in his encyclical. He says, and I quote, Today, the term love has become one of the most frequently used and misused of words a word to which we attach quite different meanings. And I think just reading that, like we know that to be true. We see that in the way that we use love and the way that others use that word. Um, and people talk all the time about how love is misused. The word love is overused. And there's a lack of understanding as to what love really is. And so Benedict points out that clearly there are different types of love or different uses of that word. And he begins by saying that all of these uses, amid them all, there is one type that sticks out, which is the love between a man and a woman, the romantic type of love. He says that this seems to be, and again, I'm quoting, the epitome of love. All other kinds of love seem to fade in comparison. It is the love called by the Greeks, eros love. And so here, I just wanted to take a moment to discuss um, what are these three different types of love distinguished by the Greeks. The names are Eros, Philia, and Agape. So Eros, as I just mentioned, is the type of love that's sensual. It's the type of love between a husband and a wife, and that's how it's described in the Old Testament. It's the love of desire. So when someone says you know, I love my spouse, I love my husband, I love my wife, whatever it is, this is the type of love that they're often alluding to, this eros love. Philia love, on the other hand, is the love of friendship. It's also sometimes called brotherly love, 
And it's the type of love that you have for the people that you're closest to. It's this deep sense of caring for and compassion towards another person. And so in addition to Eros, towards your spouse, you likely feel filial love as well as Eros. Filial love is um, often used in scriptures. Benedict speaks on this, that Jesus uses it um, when describing the relationship that he has with the disciples, the relationship they have with one another. So it's a, it's a close kinship. It's a close friendship is filial love. And so the final type of love described by the Greeks is agape love. And this is unconditional love. It's the love that God has for each one of us, for you, for me. And often today, the word, the word agape is reserved for the type of love that God alone has. And so what Benedict talks about for a bit here in this encyclical is that people have said Christians have completely destroyed the idea of Eros love, that they have rejected it, denied it, and said that it is useless and not a good type of love. Whereas in actuality, it's really not the case, and Christians rather have rejected the warped sense of Eros love that the early people of the church were formulating. It's the sense that objectifying people, turning them into objects of sexual pleasure only. This is what the early church sought to reject and correct through her teachings. And so nonetheless, um, as you discuss Eros and Agape love, it seems to be that the two are completely separate and unique to themselves. This love of desire and this unconditional love that God has for us. However, What Benedict explains is that these two can never be completely separated. Furthermore, when unity is found between Eros and Agape love, the more a person is able to truly grasp what the real nature of love itself is. And so this is what Benedict writes, and this is again quoting. He writes, Even if Eros is at first mainly covetous and ascending, a fascination for the great promise of happiness in drawing near to the other, it is less and less concerned with itself, increasingly seeks the happiness of the other, is concerned more and more with the beloved, bestows itself and wants to be there for the other. The element of agape thus enters into this love, for otherwise Eros is impoverished and even loses its own nature. On the other hand, man cannot live by oblative, descending love alone. He cannot always give. He must also receive. And so what does this mean, right? What he's, what Benedict is saying is that one cannot have Eros love alone. Eros love is not complete on itself. We, um, as human beings, we're body and soul composite. If then you think of um, Eros as the bodily love and agape love as the love within our souls, it's, it's simple to see that these two need to be united for the full vision of love within ourselves. You cannot have only one. Full, complete love is a union of Eros and agape love. 
The greatest example of this, of this union, is what we find in Jesus Christ, in God himself, the Word incarnate. The first letter of St. John speaks of love in this way. And this is love, not that we loved God, but that he loved us and sent his Son to be the expiation for our sins. So we know and believe the love God has for us. God is love. And he who abides in love abides in God, and God abides in him. And so on the cross, on the saving act for each of us, the salvific act, Jesus claims us as his own through a sacrifice of his complete body. His blood poured out for each one of us and an entire giving of himself, this And this alone is our greatest example of the union between Eros, Agape, love. And if it is the love which Christ, who is love himself, showed towards us, why should we think that we are called in our day-to-day lives to love others with anything less? And so why is this idea, why is it important for us as Christians In our world today, sometimes there are drastically different views of love, like we talked about a few minutes ago, that desire is bad, that we should reject those feelings within ourselves. Rather, it's important, and especially for those of you listening who are discerning the vocation of marriage, to recognize that it's natural to experience this type of eros love. God puts those desires on our heart. But the most important thing to remember is that eros love alone does not fulfill us. And this is what Pope Benedict is really emphasizing here in Deus Caritas Est. You need both, a type of love which is unconditional, given by God himself to us, as well as this love of desire. In the union of these two types of love, you will find the greatest satisfaction of your own heart with God at the center and your life in accordance with him. Furthermore, if we think of the greatest love as the union between desire and unconditional love, then we find it so much easier to approach the love for our neighbor, the love for every person that we encounter, whether we feel like loving them or not. If we can see it, looking back at the sacrifice that Christ made on the cross for each one of us then it's, so, it's that much easier for us to take a step towards love, for us to see our neighbor as a person that Jesus died for as well. That love goes beyond just our feelings. That love is about an innate sense of worth of the other and a desire for their good. And this is what Jesus shows to us through this union of both Eros and Agape love. And so that's what we have for you today, everybody. If you found this at all interesting or you want to read more about what Pope Benedict XVI is diving into here in this encyclical, you can actually find it for free. Um, If you go on Google and type in Deus Caritas Est, um, the first link will be from Vatican.va and you'll find the entire document there and it'll come right up. So, and it's, It's so important that we as Catholics and active members of the church read through these church documents and seek to grow through their teachings and in our own understanding of the faith and how we can proclaim it to others in our lives, how we can really live it out. And so, as always, I hope you all have a great rest of your week and stay holy, my friends.